Hey, I'm Alessio Summerfield, and you're listening to Metal Gear Monday's Backlog. If you hear some weird shit about Patreons that aren't this one, don't listen to them. Just go to patreon.com slash Mondays or soundcloud.com slash Mondays for cool stuff. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to a side-op of Metal Gear Mondays. This is side-op number three, and our side-ops are reserved for responding to listener feedback and giving you guys some deleted scenes. As always, I am your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I am joined by Isaac Lin. Hey, bonjour. Uh, merci. Beaucoup. And Samuel Wright. Are you supposed to mix Benadryl and amoxicillin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oui. um yeah and as always metal gear mondays is the podcast where we play through all of the metal gear games um except this season we're specifically playing through metal gear solid 2 and we're listening or reading your listener responses to metal gear solid 2 um we've got quite a few really quick before we get started i just wanted to throw out a quick promo as per last week i'm starting a new thrash metal band called sam wright and the mouth emergencies (laughs) So stay tuned for that. Um, And likewise, too, Sam, I want to publicly on the air apologize to you for not getting the video game dubs of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, dog. Uh, It'll happen. It'll happen. And when it does, we'll all enjoy it. So just everybody calm the fuck down. Um, I don't think anybody was was calmed the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. To be well, fair. well, for those of you who don't know, uh, we made a promise on one episode that we will fulfill soon, uh, where we said we were going to edit together some cutscenes from Metal Gear Solid, and as the hosts of the show, we're going to dub over all of the voices. Um, so that is coming, <laughs> and it's going to be hilarious. Anyway, so um, this week we are looking at your listener responses, feedback, and critique. Uh, critiques uh excuse me corrections to uh metal gear solid 2's kind of final plot episodes um if you want to get in your listener responses for um for the next sort of section that we're going to be covering let me pull up our schedule real quick and let you know exactly when to send those in so next time that we record it will be Thursday, God damn it! Thursday, February 11th, um, and Thursday, February 11th, we will be recording VR missions, Snake Tales, um, and bonus content, skateboard minigame, Bonanza. So, if you guys want to get in your feedback, you've got until Thursday, February the 11th, to give us your notes on skateboarding minigames, Snake Tales, and VR missions for Metal Gear Solid Casting Studio. Theater. Yeah, casting all theater. that goofy stuff. Yep. Um, and speaking of casting theaters, um, really quickly, Sam, hmm. the message I just remembered that I don't have in my notes, but I know somebody sent us one, was somebody telling us that they used to fuck around in the casting theater with their friends. Do you remember? Oh. Yeah, oh, I, I can't no. find it. Was it? Wait, no, I'll find it. We'll get there. Okay. We'll go on with the episode and I will come like with a hero in the night, I will come back with this email because I know exactly who sent that email. 
Okay, cool. So here we go. So as far as iTunes reviews, sadly, we have no new USA or UK iTunes reviews. However, mm. I finally found Nick's iTunes review and Nick Reed, Nick Reed. Um, and Nick, we ended up addressing it on the last side op. So I'm not going to read it here again. However, Nick, you have turned me on to the fact that we have listeners in Australia. So yeah, straight up. If you're in the UK or you're in Australia and you're listening to us, please rate and review us on iTunes because in the US we have enough iTunes reviews that we have like an average score, um, but we don't have an average score in the UK or Australia. So we would really appreciate any listener uh, feedback via iTunes in the UK or Australia. Um, but yeah, that being said, I will start us off this week with our first uh, response, and it is via email and is from tj aka thomas um good old friend of the show mascot um, i'm not gonna say it this time you said it yeah i know i know i know i was waiting for you to say it and you surprised me so with your forward thinking your progressive thinking thank you um that not all not all humans are relegated to mascots so continue tj uh sent us a little bit of follow-up from uh previous stuff um, and then he sent us a message. The follow-up is we were talking about Raiden meaning something and Raiden potentially being referred to as a zero. And I swear to God that it happened. And he rectified that for us. So he said, one, Raiden means lightning in Japanese. Also the name of the lightning god from Mortal Kombat. Smiley face. Um, Raiden. It's Raiden in yeah. Mortal Kombat, though. And then he and said... And I will fight. I will fucking fight anybody who says it's Raiden in Mortal Kombat? I will fight them in Mortal Kombat. It's Raiden. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. Wow. Um, two zero is Japanese for is a Japanese World War II fighter. He said Jack might be an American code name. We did assign human names to Japanese warplanes, which I actually remember that they do talk about that in the game. Um, and then three, the two bombs that dropped on Japan were called Fat Man and Little Boy, which I think we've talked about on the show. Um, he said, considering what uh, Raiden's character becomes further down the line in the series, the name Lightning is extremely appropriate, in my opinion, uh, yes. which I will agree with. Um, and I think, like, for those points, too, I think we kind of got there mm -hmm. um, the two episodes ago. Yeah, we were just kind of roundabout. Like, Tiptoeing around it a little bit because we still weren't entirely sure. Yeah. Also, Alessio, Metal Gear Solid 3 is tops and is better than Metal Gear Solid 2. Just needed to say that. 3 is greater than 2. Even the universe agrees. It's in the math. <laughs> Seriously, though, picking a favorite MGS is like picking a favorite child, but 3, man. One thing I know you're going to disagree with, given your distaste for TTS, which I don't know what TTS is. Twin uh, Snakes. Oh, the Twin Snakes. But if wow, they, Alessio. But, sorry, even um, Isaac got that. Sorry, it's, the extra T threw me off because I always just call it Twin Snakes, not the Twin Snakes. Um, but if they had backported the MGS3 camera and maybe even the insane CQC system to MGS2 engine, which itself was an upgrade, I feel like we would have it would have really breathed new life into two. Um, TJ, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you, buddy. I uh, don't want the freeform 3D camera. Uh, in MGS2, I like the fixed camera angle. Um, and also, I'm just going to go and say two's better than three, dog. Sorry. Um, but tell like me how you really think. How I really feel? Don't um, hold it back. 
I like three a lot, um, especially mechanically. And actually, based on this email, me and TJ started emailing each other back and forth. And I'm not going to waste everybody's time by going point by point through those emails. But I will say to me, uh, and we covered it last week on our MGS2 kind of being a singular singular vision. Um, I prefer MGS2's like insane surrealism over uh, and sort of existential crisis over MGS3. But I will say... MGS3 is not completely bereft of those things, and we're going to talk about it when we talk about MGS3, but there is a lot of symbolism in MGS3 as well. Um, I know that the universe agrees with you, TJ. I know that the whole gaming community prefers 3 over 2, but I'm just going to say everybody loves an underdog, and I'm rooting for that underdog, baby. Um, (laughs) Isaac, do you want to read Martin's email? Martin? Uh, Martin? Martin? He says, hey guys, love the podcast. I listen to it every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Crack of dawn at my job. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but your show gets me through the day. I'm from England and a huge MGS fan. MGS and Resident Evil are my favorite franchises. My favorite MGS game is Snake Eater. My history with the series starts with MGS2 demo, except not with the Zone of the Enders. It came with a magazine, but it was the same demo. Oh, do you guys do they still do that? Like no, demos and magazines? It was. Pretty- I remember. I remember getting like the official PlayStation magazine and getting the demo. Oh. And like, dude, that that like Saul guy who would do the cheats and the tricks. Oh yeah. He is like, my name's Saul, and I'm gonna show you how to get infinite life in <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And now let me show you how it's done. <laughs> Dude, I will say my first experience with MGS3 was uh, OPM, official PlayStation magazine, had the MGS3 demo, but it was the Japanese demo. Yeah, I remember that. And so for the longest time, my first experience with MGS3 was Bakpaku, and you had to like <laughs> save your backpack out of the tree, and they all just said like weird Japanese, like Amer- American words, where it'd be like Bakpaku. Sneku, and I was like, "What is going on?" Sneku this, but yes, Isaac is funny. from the tree this. Tree dos, the tree dos. Okay, the graphics. I hope we don't have any listeners in Japan. <laughs> I, oh. I don't think we do. <laughs> Although we didn't check, so we don't even know. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Gotta piss them off enough to yell at us. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. go. The graphics. uh, Sam, did you say? Sam, did you just say Tezande? Nande. What are we even doing anymore? It's a Takimas! Ichiban. (laughs) Lipstick for men. Okay. You got another one, Alessio? (laughs) No, you're good. (laughs) All right, here we go. Um, The graphics blew me away. The fact that I could destroy the bottles blew my tiny 10 year old mind. I remember fighting Olga and making a face out of the tranquilizer darts on her body. Oh my god. Also after she knocked out <laughs> After she knocked out men using the USB serial shooter face off and killing her 
then getting a codec call from Otacon and tell me um, how bad of a person I am. Uh, and this and Snake just grunted because it was a demo. She wasn't a main character in the game. Let me do it, I guess. Whoa. What like what is wrong with you people? Like we love you, but like you've got people making smiley faces out of dead women's bodies and shooting dead presidents in the back or whatever the hell. What is going on? What the fuck hey. is going the fuck on was, up in this fucking place? He was ten, all right. What is in the water in the UK? You guys are crazy. <laughs> The the UK, which many, which again, many people reminded us, Wales is included there. Oh, oh yeah, true, true. Did we go over this last side up? No, let's let Isaac finish the email and then we'll okay, get sorry, to it. Sorry. <laughs> it might I'm be sorry. a while, right? <laughs> I'm saying Benadryl and moxicillin. Like... <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> I never played the games up until the HD collection was released on the 360. It was only then I realized what I've been missing. After playing the HD collection, then became a super fan, and then played every release after the Acid series and loved every single game I played. I feel like Snake Eater was made just for me, as it is in my eyes, perfect for me. <clears throat> I can't wait for you guys to get to Fan and Pain, because there's so much to talk about with that particular game. Now, on to some criticisms. Um, I feel like you need to mention how... Do we need to go over this? Yeah, dude, go for All it. right, let's let's go. Come on, Martin. <laughs> <What you doing>? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out, Martin. <laughs> All right, I feel like you need to mention how every game Kojima makes will be his last. Wait. All right. Wait, we did that last we week. We did that, yeah. Um, and I would like to hear about any of the build-up before the game's release and the development stuff, especially, especially in Phantom Pain, where there was so much going on, you kind of touched on it in MGS2 and maybe discuss... How are at the end of MGS two where Snake and Raiden are talking? It's like Kojima handing over his reins to his team. We specifically talked about that. Nice. Just saying, Martin, we got you, dude. We got, (laughs) we got you, bro. Martin, we got you. You said dog, Martin. (laughs) No, yeah, no. So I'm gonna start coming up with nicknames for all of our our contributors. No, dude. This dude, this is Martin Luther King. He posthumously wrote us an email. Ah. Whoa! Why are we implying that our listeners are dead? Can we stop oh with that? Oh, okay, like, can we just cut that off before it starts? Please? We'll cut you off. Making a making a request as, <laughs> as owner and as owner and president of Geek Time, which is not a title I throw around. I'd like to request that we stop presuming our listeners dead. At the end of the podcast, I just want to be like, "Yes, sir, Mister President," and then just cut to Sam coughing on the other line. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. All oh. right, I say go. Just saying, thanks for getting me through some days at my job. Keep up the good work, and a shout out to anyone who watches Twitch to watch United. That's U K N I G H T E D. Thank you, Sam. As they are the three guys you only stream MGS content all day, every day, and really know what they're talking about. And do all kinds of game runs uh, in like in depth story and European extreme big boss runs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really good to watch. It's really good to watch. Uh, you can tell that I edited the email, except I didn't. So yeah, sorry guys. Just usually for brevity, I'll I'll edit things to read a little easier. But I, I'm sorry, I did not do that for Isaac, and I gave him the big one. The big one. <laughs> 
Sam, would you like to touch on our Facebook post? Because the first sure. one is my favorite. Sure, sure. Heart, Zoe, heart, heart. Zoe Harwood. Zozo for show show. Oh, Zozo. Zozo for show show. Oh. Um, she came back at us uh, from our request last time. She did exactly what we asked. She liked the page and she commented on the page. So thank you, Zoe. Says, hey guys, Zozo here. Thanks for taking the time to read my iTunes review. So in answer to your question concerning whether Raiden is a more appealing male figure than Snake, well, no! <laughs> like it's capital <laughs> N-O with a lot of exclamation marks. She's been I spotted. I do love the show, and I am looking forward to your future episodes. And she puts in, are those kisses? Oh, I think so. Those are kisses. kisses. But there's only two kisses. Oh, what? Oh, who are they who? for? <laughs> oh, There's no. three of us with only two kisses. What? <laughs> I think I think two of us can scrunch together so that one hits oh both of us. Oh my god! Welcome to Metal Gear Mondays, where we actively try and make all of our listeners uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta um, say, I mean, riding. <laughs> I got. I, I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna. I need you to post this in the show notes or somewhere. There's this picture. Of like when Raiden is in the tunnel waiting, like talking to Snake, and he's naked, mm-hmm. um, and it's a shot from behind Snake of his booty, mm. um, and there's a circle around it that says yes, and then there's like a red circle with a line through it on naked Raiden that says no, <laughs> and it's a really small picture, but I'm gonna send it to you, and you need to put it somewhere. <laughs> Sweet. Zozo, I will also say, and I'm saying Zozo instead of your real name because I don't know if you pronounce it Zo or Zoe. Um, I don't think anybody make some make it. some creative assumptions, why don't you? All right, Mr. Filmmaker, come on. So, Mrs. Zoe, just um, call her Zo. So, Zozo, uh, my my <laughs> wife also agrees that a snake is a very attractive man. So, hmm. which is which sucks for me because I have zero snake physical attributes, so I just have to deal with the fact that snake is a better male specimen than I. You've got like that scruff going on for you. I don't know. Fuck it. I can grow a mullet. <laughs> and you sm- and you smoke. Hey. Yeah. Smoking is bad for you. It is bad for you. But did you sm- well, I guess the the real the real test is did you um did you smuggle cigarettes in your stomach? <laughs> sure did. That's how I like All to carry right. them out of the gas station. All right. Well, then you're good. Just yeah. in front of everybody, I just cram a pack <laughs> of smokes into my asshole. <laughs> Uh, A waddle. Okay, we're done with this. Another (laughs) Facebook message that we got was from Nikki Ziggy Stardust. OG Nikki Z in the place to be. Uh, Nick Ziggler. Man, I (laughs) wanted to say that part. All right. Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to try? You want to go ahead? Nah, I can't do it. No, no, no. Do it. Do it. I believe in you. Straight up, y'all. This is Nikki Ziggy Stardust. Nikki Z, Nikki Z in the place to beat. Booyaka now. Yeah, got him. You want to try Isaac? Um, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ziggler right. says, hey, hey, guys. I've got some more good Metal Gear YouTube content for you. Um, he sent us a link to Matthew Matosis, which is M-A-T-T-A-T-W-M-A-T-O-S-I-S. He says, he's probably one of my favorite YouTubers out there. Even though his channel isn't dedicated to Metal Gear, he's done a fantastic and lengthy MGS review retrospective from MGS1 through Rising. He still hasn't gotten to five yet. Anyway, I hope everyone enjoys his sexy Irish accent as much as I do. Oh, my. I, uh, I sure as hell do, Nikki Z, because I'm a big Math- Matthew Matosis guy as well. That's um, that's what we're missing, is uh, accent. Somebody with an accent. Yeah, that's true. 
I well, that being like said, a really bad Irish accent. I don't even want to try on my end. Um, Matthew, Matthew Matosis does some really, really good in-depth shit, even on Mario games, which is weird. He'll do like Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy and stuff. Just <laughs> really good. If you ever have like half an hour to dedicate to somebody talking about a video game, it's pretty good. You watch the videos, and if you think that Metal Gear Solid 3 is better than Metal Gear Solid 2, get the fuck out of here, and I'm going to punch your teeth right down your throat. That was all right. That was was pretty pretty good, actually. I noticed, so... Okay, I'm not going to get it. Never mind. I was going to offend people. (laughs) That's just our MO. Our MO and the side ops is... It's just like, I've noticed that that's a thing that a lot of Irish people do, is they they don't pronounce TH. They pronounce uh, it TR, so throat is trot. That's true. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking trot. <laughs> you sound like you're about to cry. <laughs> well, it's because I got punched in the fucking trot. Yeah. In the fucking trot. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying fucking trout. <laughs> like a fish. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. The, the OP. You and your is- fucking rope. <laughs> the OP. Uh, everything I know about, stands everything for I offense, know about the offending people. Everything I know about the Irish accent comes from Boondock Saints, so... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Welcome to America, where we base <laughs> an entire peoples off of one movie. No, I've been to Ireland before. It's nice. Nice. I have not. The next response comes from good old Never Be Game Over, a.k.a. Eli's Jacket. Political uh, correspondent. Yeah. And he says, You guys had me researching Otacon's claims about the Patriots, but according to the MGS Wikia, which is a pretty decent resource... Uh, that was my insert. At some point, maybe during MGS4, Snake concludes that the information was falsified to derail them. In my personal playthroughs of the series, I never remembered this being addressed. If this is true, I strongly feel that this is a missed opportunity to make an even more complex story. It would have been awesome to see Kojima tie this together in a comprehensive way. I think Also would have been that- awesome to see Kojima not fucking give a shit about it and not mm-hmm. even address it whatsoever, because I think... Spoiler alert, MGS4 plays really well. I think the story of MGS4 is pure fan service, and I am not a fan. And it also comes back down to how we talked about last week about how MGS2 kind of exists in a bubble because of the how it's supposed to be like an ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And MGS4 kind of retconned a bunch of that stuff to make it fit into the story in a sensical way. Mm-hmm. So I think that also has something to do with it. Maybe I'm being a little overly harsh. I enjoy MGS4 for what it is, but to me, MGS4 is like pound cake or like Angel's food cake. And I don't think it is as meaty as the other games. But I don't want to offend anybody, but I will say that MGS4 to me is not a very fantastic, amazing, awesome MGS game. Sweet. So on that note, now that we've, now that we've, it's a, it's a, well, and that's the thing is like, it's not about agreeing or disagreeing. You can like it. I cannot like it at the end of the day. It still is what it is. But I think, I think that it's all about what you get from it. And I had a good time with it. So that's why I don't want to say it's a bad game. I had a very good time with it. I just feel like they shouldn't have tied everything up so neatly. Also, fuck, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I just have a problem with somebody's marriage at the end of that game. Like, and it really drives me bananas. Oh, like that is like the way that that is used to end the entire fucking franchise just really bothers me. Um, but anyway, Nicholas 66, AKA Dustin Nichols and not Murdoch fan. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we can, that? That could be his nickname, Gorilla Guy. Yeah, gr- gorilla, <laughs> gorilla Guy. guy gorilla Guy, Dustin Nichols. Dustin Gorilla Guy Nichols. What's up, guys? <laughs> Back again for another listener response. Hell yeah, you are. What's up, dude? I was the one who left the iTunes review as Nickel 66. Hope it helped. And the video I posted here was mine. I recorded on PS4, and he posted a video. Here's another one for you guys to enjoy, and in order to find it, you guys should check us out on Facebook. Now, really quick, so the video that he's talking about is the one where he, like, puts a it's like C4 on a guard in yeah. PS5 and then throws him over a building and blows him up. Yeah, that was the... What the fuck is that sound? Sorry, that's me. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the John. first video. This is the se- he sent us a second video. Yeah, the second one. Uh, two double headshots in two minutes. Don't ask me how I did that one. Haha. On the MGS2 wrap up, my first response to beating this game when I was younger was absolute confusion. It really got deep into some weird and interesting topics, mainly the controlling of the flow of information. Also, I feel the game does the worst job of meshing with the canon of the other games, such as Ocelot's status as an agent of the Patriots rather than what he really is. No, no spoilers. Thanks, Dustin. In, a, in addition, <laughs> it looks to me that Campbell and Rose continue into other games as if they were part of the Big Shell incident, even though we were led to believe that they were the AI in, the whole time. On a more positive note, I believe the game did a great job casting another protagonist in Raiden, while very much including Snake in the story. Also, the graphics and gameplay have aged very well, considering it's been nearly 15 years since release. Overall, Metal Gear Solid 2 has a valuable place in MGS history, and it's a must-play for any new Metal Gear fan. Thanks, guys. Let me know your thoughts. And if I could be the first listener to do this, cue here. Raiden, the president needs you, I think. Have a good oh. week. Talk to <laughs> oh, you guys shit. soon, Dustin. God damn it. Now we you have better, people... You better, do, you better do this. Frame it. You better do the Every, thing. Everybody do the thing telling, that Dustin just told you to do. Why is everybody telling me what to do? Hey, Alessio, cue it here. What am I cueing? Your your sass dropping. <laughs> your sass levels reducing. Sass levels dropping. Okay. <clears throat> so, I will go ahead and say I have played four recently, and Campbell does not acknowledge the fact that he was part of the plant, I believe. Um, Rose very obviously has to have been a part of that because she has things happening. Um, hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, so we talked about it last week, so you can just go back to that episode, Mr. Nichols. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the response, Dustin. Um, always awesome to hear back from you. Um, you asked us to sound off on a thing, so let me rescan through this real quick because I feel like I completely forgot it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, just talking about Metal Gear Solid 2 being valuable. Um, yeah, the, our thoughts are that it is very valuable. And uh, last week we we went we went through all that. Isaac, talk to us about Thomas Bowen since he's your Twitter follower. <laughs> well, Thomas Bowen is a nice gentleman. I had lunch with him on. Uh, oh my god! Last Tuesday. It's like everything we think we shouldn't say just comes out of our mouth during the segment. And then you sh- and then you you finish lunch with him on Tuesday and you yes. said, "See you next Tuesday." Yep. Um and I went to uh uh Britain. I got some fish and chips with him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm back here, so we're good, right? Guys. Uh, of course it was fish and chips. We're looking for maximum <laughs> offensiveness. That's uh, another thing too. So I so so to the people who listen to the show, 
I lived in England for like five years, six years, or something like that. Fish and chips is common. Like it's there's sometimes stereotypes exist for a reason, <laughs> and that's fine. I just whenever you open with for the listeners, <laughs> let me clarify. My mind begins to race at all the horrible shit that might be said immediately after that. Gotcha. Let's just quit acknowledging them, guys. They can't be offended if we don't acknowledge that they exist. Oh my god, this I'm true. kidding, Isaac. What did he really? All say? right, Thomas <laughs> Bowen. We had lunch, and he said, "Hey guys, great episode as always. Just thought I'd let you know that." Uh, we had the show Home Improvement in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Welsh are British too, and uh, we <laughs> we acknowledged them earlier. But my question is: Do you think they would dub it in in English? Go no, it's the same language. It's the same fucking language. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's English, and then there's English, English. Yeah, man. Look, I've got two there's different, American got, English, and then there's the Queen's English. Yes, I've got two different. I've got two different keyboards on my phone for U.S. and other English. All right, so <laughs> it's gotta English. be. You make it. It makes it sound like so sinister. As like you could use U.S. English, or you can use other, other. English. Guys, we're being really sinister towards the British because uh, I'm just gonna say Major Zero is British, and uh, he's kind of he's kind of a bad guy. So oh. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But maybe not. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I'll take I'll take <laughs> I'll take Jorge Garcia. So now we know No 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 no. So we need to acknowledge this. So I frequently and I'm not proud of this, don't pay attention. Um <laughs> To, to what we're doing, okay. um, and if I would have, if I would have acknowledged the fact that Alessio had considered Wales a separate thing from the UK, I would not. Ha- I would have corrected him because well, I know I know better. What I said was, we have Welsh listeners and we have British listeners. Yes, so I apologize. I should have said, I don't know. I guess English would have been. Is that is that the right way to British go about English it? for for people from England? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So British. I should have said I should have said Welsh and English, or I should have just said British altogether. Right. So I apologize, Mister um, <laughs> Drippy from Nino Cooney is my favorite character, and he has a Welsh accent. So I have a fond appreciation of the Welsh. What was it? Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr does this really good. He's like, um, he talks about how easy it is to do a Welsh accent, and it's and it's always pretending like you're asking a question <laughs> and it's like oh whose coat is that jacket <laughs> or, something, or something weird like that I'm just like, we're going oh, for maximum man. offensiveness here no jimmy car, jimmy car said that I, it's not my fault yeah so throw your stones at jimmy car please <laughs> please all right all right <laughs> it's, it's almost like you can tell that we drink before we do these side ups um you don't? Well, Sam gets loaded on medicine, apparently. Yeah. Um, Sam is still reeling from that from that tooth root canal. So, All right, here we go. Jorge Garcia. Hey, guys. And this is via Facebook, sorry. Hey, guys. Amazing show. It's really nice to hear people that love the series as much as me. My story with MGS is that it was the game that taught me English. I'm Mexican, and when I played this game, I was 12 years old living in Mexico. Now I'm 30 years old living in Salt Lake City. I remember playing the game and reading my English to Spanish dictionary at the same time, translating every single word in my notebook. That's it took insane. me a lot of... I know. That's, that's crazy. That's <laughs> fucking bananas. 
It took me a lot of playthroughs to get everything, so I basically wrote the whole script in two different languages, and that's how I fell in love with the story, the characters, and the technology, and the best video game series of all time, all caps. It holds a very special place in my heart because it changed my whole life. It opened my eyes to a different culture and people. That opened a lot of doors for me in life. And that's my story with the game, so I hope you guys understand what I wrote, and keep up the solid work you guys (laughs) you guys are doing, and remember, you're pretty good. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. A, first of all, that is a fucking amazingly inspiring story. Yeah. And second of all, I cannot believe that a video game taught somebody English. So that's phenomenal. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. I can't even I don't even so I can't even I don't even know how to convey through my voice right now, but I this is amazing that somebody shared this with us. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Now I'm I'm trying really hard to figure out a way to offend more people. Yes, that but um but uh I'm trying really hard to to figure out uh who sent that message about the casting theater. What was and that I email? cannot I, well, the email that I thought it was it turned out to be Martin's, so I have no idea. But what I am going to do instead is to kind of go over this email um, that uh, that Nick Reed sent us. Um, we're not email. He sent us a message on Facebook. So um, I asked him. So Nick Reed was the person who... Um, who kind of gave us the the feedback about how he wished we got like a little bit more in depth with the the uh, talking about the game, and I wasn't entirely sure what he meant, but he kind of clarified it for us um, by saying that he was kind of referring to um, how we maybe gloss over the gameplay sections. And wanted to know more about how we went about disposing of the guards and what kind of tactics we used to get through um, each section. He says that he thinks we, he d- we did a great job summarizing the story and picking up on little intricacies within the plot and the character development, but the overall gameplay and mechanics were overlooked a little bit. He says, but in particular, I feel like a lot of the connecting bridge parts of the big show were overlooked in the MJS2 podcast, as well as a couple of the struts and interesting rooms and sections within them. And some of the stuff opportunities they give you but as i said previously of course everyone has their different priorities and interpretations of the game just because i would have spent more time focusing on one aspect of the game doesn't mean that you guys have to as well um so that that is what he meant by that um he also (laughs) he also clarified his uh his classifications for us um (laughs) (laughs) so Alessio is the nerdy expert, and he says, by nerdy, I don't mean like geeky or literally nerdy, but just smart and knows a lot about the subject matter. And in this context, that would make you the natural leader or host. And then he refers, he referred to me as the cool stoner. Um, <laughs> just, he said, by cool stoner, he means just the cough and the kind of laid back and raspy tone of voice and regular funny jokes. And Isaac, because of the humorous pauses when being asked questions and the fact that he says the least out of the three of you, <laughs> and it's obviously newer to the series. <laughs> He also gives you props because honestly, the amount you have picked up from being new to the series is pretty amazing. Not that I'm an expert, there's still huge chunks in the MGS story that I'm oblivious to. Hell, I still haven't even played MGS1, but I guess I have seen a hell of a lot of what happens in it. 
Um, so Sam, I found I found the the message that you were referring to, and it was also Nick Reed, and it's actually further down. So if you oh. want, I can read the second part if, if you would like. Uh, yeah, because it's really long, um, but it's good. It's fantastic. Okay. <clears throat> All right, really quickly. Ba-ba-ba. Also, while I'm thinking about it, I'm curious to know what you guys think about the music and the boss battles in MGS2. I forgot to ask that last time. I don't expect you to answer this now or in your next podcast, but I'll just throw it out there so you've got plenty of questions and or content to discuss if you need to. Surprise, here. we're going to do it. Yeah, we're doing it right now, right here. So here, here are my questions. What is your favorite music from MGS2? Um, I think I may have said that Yell Dead Cell. Yeah, that... Cue here. That one. Yep. Yep. The like weird. Yeah. Like it plays. It plays during pretty much all the boss battles. But one of the things that you did touch on was that the first time you really noticed it and like was the Harrier battle, which is what Mm -hmm. you connect the song to. Yep. But it is the boss battle music. Yeah. What is your favorite music, Sam? Um, it's either that or the or fortunes music. Ugh. With the saxophone that we confirmed was saxophone. <laughs> you stole my. <laughs> yeah. It's I, just I pl- so like. I only play the confirmed saxophone. <laughs> yeah. It's just so like random and out of place for everything that's going on. It's just, it's just hilarious to me, and I love it. Yeah, I love it a lot. Cute here. Um, but it's beautiful. It's just. Hmm. Who who is your favorite villain or boss battle? No, you didn't um, ask Isaac. Oh, Isaac. You, I thought Isaac agreed it's, with the fortune. No, man. It's cool. Whatever. No, I, I got your back. Go ahead. No, actually, I, 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 was, I heard him agree. <laughs> I was actually going to say Fortune's theme because of the saxophone, and then Sam stole my thunder. That straight up wasn't Fortune's theme. That was like the Zelda <laughs> whistle. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean for, to do that. For, I thought I, it was I, doing... Yeah. Fortune's theme is that, like, uh... Man, I... Well, just Cue like... it here. Cue it here, Alessia. <laughs> mm, that was beautiful. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> sexy, sexy. <laughs> Sweet. So next no. question. Who, who's your favorite villain or boss? Uh, uh, Fat Man. Ooh. Isaac, who you got? Honestly, I think uh, it's... I really like the, the, the boss with Solidus. I don't know. It was just a fun... Uh, well, I get So... So, looking back at it, to give like an actual answer, Fat Man used to be my favorite, but then playing through this game, I realized how easy it was to actually get through the battle. Mm. And it kind of yeah. soured me. Yeah, I think I think my favorite um, boss battle was Solidus's at the end. Um, but I think in terms of character, I think Fat Man is fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, but Vamp is also very memorable and interesting as well. So what, fucking Vampire Jesus. So I don't know. Yeah, I still think my favorite. So my favorite villain, I think, is. Um, Vamp, but I think my favorite boss battle is the one with all the Metal Gear rays. Ugh. I mean that was okay, but it was just to me it got tedious. Was like, yeah, I was gonna say tedious and stressful, and I, I I don't know. 
But uh, yeah. Nick, what was the question? Nick, Nick what's your says, favorite uh, boss uh, battle or the uh, favorite villain and or boss? Battle. Okay, never mind. So but yeah. What Nick says, he says, I'm a big fan of Solidus because, as you said, in the grand scheme of things, he's kind of the good guy, but just really heavy-handed and brutal about everything. Um, I love the voice actor who plays him, and I love the Harrier fight. Um, he also says, I think Olga was great, and I love how the boss fight with her is pretty much the only realistic and non-over-the-top boss battle in the game. She kind of gives you the illusion that MGS2 is going to be a super realistic military stealth game, and then the tanker chapter ends, and everything goes mental, and the wacky characters come out says, in terms of music, I absolutely adore the music from this game. Almost every track stands on, on the soundtrack stands on its own. Um, as a really powerful piece of music that you'll remember instantly from the game. Listening to the MGS2 soundtrack, the music paints a really dense atmosphere of the section of the game it is from. Everyone raves about the third game, but I think MGS2 is the epitome of stealth, stealthy, cheesy, atmospheric, ho- Hollywoodish music in games. I love the drums and the kind of lounge jazzy vibe, but also the super cliche 90s action filled vibe from it all. The intro theme song... Which um, I'm gonna go ahead and change my answer to the intro theme song. Oh, dude, um, it's real good with the drum line. Yeah. Oh, god damn it, it, that's good. Cue it here, man. theme song sometimes make me tear up a little like it's super emotive very cheesy but still super emotive it reminds me of of the movie the rock which is one of my favorite action films and i think the music is a big reason why obviously harry gregson williams is a thing for this and i'm sure you've seen the making of mgs2 documentary um but but if you haven't um i just lost my space here but uh but if you haven't you should check that out because it goes into more detail with all the music and the hollywood blockbuster cinematic style that they were going for. Harry Gregson Williams said that Kojima gave him a list of his own film soundtracks as reference music that he wants the game to sound like. And then he tells us to um, to pretty much check out some stuff we mentioned last yes. time. He want like to mention Su- check out Super Bunny Hop's critical close up on MGS2 and um, uh, Cat Icarus, who's another very very good uh, YouTuber that I follow as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, and then he jumps into our story that we were talking about. He said, another piece, a random gaming experience from MGS2, because I know you guys said you want stories from our own experiences playing the game. My brother and I used to love going to the cutscenes theater in MGS2 and watching the Fortune Navy SEALs cutscene from near the start of the plant chapter. The reason why is that we would lose our shit with laughter every time that dude fires the grenade at Fortune and nothing happens, and he says, a dud. 
and my brother and I thought it was hilarious how in a few seconds leading up to him saying it, he awkwardly holds the gun due to dodgy animation and has his head on a weird tilt and <laughs> says, <laughs> we would watch this over and over and swap the characters around so it was Raiden, etc., playing the Navy SEALs. It's even funnier after swapping the characters because their mouth doesn't move and they still do that little head twitch. It's probably only funny to us, but it looks so insanely ridiculous. I was catching up with my brother the other day and we were playing ping pong and the ball we picked up had a dent in it after I hit it and it didn't bounce on the table. It just sat flat on the table, and I said, Oh, dirt. And we both <laughs> lost it with laughter. He hasn't played the game since probably 2002, and he still knew what I was talking about. In the early 2000s, this game, along with Diablo 2, Gran Turismo 3, Metroid Prime, and Super Smash Bros. Melee, were pretty much all I ever played. I pretty much never went outside between 2001 and 2003. I would just go to school and then come home and play these games for like a solid year or two. It sounds kind of depressing, but I regret nothing. So much nostalgia and fond times playing these games with my brother. Anyway, I think that's enough talk for me. I've gone on another rant, but I think you guys are after this kind of good, this kind of stuff, so it's all good. Hell yeah, it's good, Nick. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you and your brother have fond memories. Adder. 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 I'm going to see if I can splice that in and cue it here. Adder. 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 I do love how it's become an in-joke with everybody now that it's just cue it here. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's about it. Yeah, dude. Uh, Nick Nicky Z said that he was glad his name could spark such a nice tribute oh, to yeah. David Bowie. Aww. And he also he also um, extends his apologies to Nick Reed, um, saying that he's sorry that he's, <laughs> he's sorry that he stole his thunder, but that now it's his time to shine, or something. So there similar. is uh, there is one last thing I wanted to mention. So we kind of mentioned it to some people via Facebook. Um, or email, excuse me. Um, but so people were talking about music, and uh, Isaac alluded to the fact that Isaac and I used to be in a band. That's right. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, and I will include some of our music videos in the show notes. Oh gosh. Um, I, I don't want to do like hyper self promotion, but I do have a funny thing that I want to ask everybody to see if you can figure out which one of us is which. Um, because we wear masks in our band. And, uh, yeah, we played electronic music and it's really fun. And maybe one day we will do it again. Yeah. And that is all some fond memories. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. So Isaac and I, the, the, there's a fun story behind this is that Isaac and I were in this band for like two or three years and, uh, we kept it quiet that it was us the whole time and would pretend like I was the band manager for this band. And like the whole point was that nobody ever knew who it was because we were just masked every time we were in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually did a pretty good job of yeah, keeping it going. We really for, did like, a, a really long time. We would like for a show, we would go to your apartment and get dressed and have our masks on, and then walk all the way to the venue after we our, set up with our masks on. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised we never got arrested. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, like, so we had uh, somebody from the local paper interview us, and what we ended up doing, and I fucking love this, what we ended up doing was I picked up the reporter in a moving truck and told her that I was moving that day, so I didn't have my car, and she was like, oh, that's fine. And I was telling her that I was taking her to the band. Well, I ended up driving the mu- moving truck into, like, an abandoned warehouse, and then when we got there, I opened the back of the moving truck, and we had two actors who we had had play the band. 
um, sitting in the back of the moving truck with a whole bunch of props and stuff. And she conducted the interview inside of a moving truck in an abandoned warehouse in the rain while Isaac and I pretended to just be like the promoters and managers for the band. So it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty uh, meta if you could go that way. Yeah. So you can see why me and Isaac like Metal Gear Solid too. <laughs> but yeah, theatrics. Hooray. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. But sweet guys. So that's our fucking episode. Um, we don't have time to put deleted scenes, but we'll keep saving them for a rainy day and we'll put them in here one day. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to say before we leave? How you feeling over there, Sam? I'm literally dying. <laughs> My favorite segment of the show. How you feeling over there, Sam? <laughs> I'm, just, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn. Ooh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so I'm gonna plug everything real quick since Sam is dying. Uh, if you enjoy what we're doing with this show and you would like us to do more things, like um, more things. Um, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash geektimepod um, and uh, please contribute uh, we've got some neat perks and uh, we're looking to expand the network um, also you can visit us at geekti.me that is our website um, click donate and check out how you can uh, buy things on Amazon uh, and send us a little kickback um, which actually helps us not at all in this case because that's only for US listeners and it seems like most of our listeners are not US based Wait, are you talking um, about the Amazon thing? Yeah. No, we have links for UK and Canada too. Oh, it does. And I'm sure, I, yeah, on our on that same page, you can click on UK or Canada, and I'm sure that I could probably figure out how to do Australia as well. Right on. Okay, so never mind. Um, also, you can visit us at SoundCloud.com/slash/GeekTimePod to check out all of the shows in one convenient spot. Um, and if you leave comments on that, I will start checking that before the listener response email or um, episodes. Um, and yeah, other than that, please rate and review us on iTunes. If you don't like to rate and review or you do like to rate and review, you should still tell a friend. Um, and my shout out for a show that I enjoy that is on the network right now is you should check out Nick, uh, whoa, I said Nick, Aaron DePasquale's, uh, The Week in Geek. Nick is his brother. I apologize. Um, where Aaron, uh, takes, uh, some news topics and puts together a really, really nicely curated talk radio style show about it um, every week. And uh, yeah, that's our latest show. Um, and no, then... technically it's not our latest show. Toast Why? is our latest show. No, because the Toast pilot came out before Aaron's show. But the first episode is out. Fair and enough. the second episode's coming out tomorrow. Fair enough. So, also check out Toast, which is that one anime show and Toast. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, take on watching anime with a friend, which is uh, Sam and his buddy, uh, whose name is Kevin. Kevin. And uh, they're pretty the most, funny. The most despicable name in existence. Yeah, they're pretty funny. I like it. Um, but yeah, so that has been our show for the week. Isaac, do you have anything that the listeners should remember? Um, I thought you were gonna ask me if I needed if I was gonna plug anything. Do you want to <sighs> plug anything in? Oh wait, well, it's, Twitter. It's ruined now. Well, well, you should plug your controller one into port two <gasps> so that Psychomantis doesn't read your thought. Mm-hmm. Well, but besides and then, that, and then also follow Alessio at AC Summerfield 
and me at Samurai DPS. And as ever, I'm going to let Isaac take his. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at my handle at doesn't have a twit. <laughs> That's a Twitter account. <laughs> I just, I feel like. I feel like the like the subtitle or like the description on the actual Twitter page should be that's a Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> Metal, Metal Gear Solid Three doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. As always, still in a dream, Snake Eater Isaac. What you got to say? That's right. Um, no, fa- no. Just really quick, really quick. Yes. Going back. So, if we're talking about me- music from Metal Gear Solid Two. Definitely the intro music is my favorite, but if we're talking about as a series, definitely the Metal Gear Solid 3 theme song, <laughs> which I will probably sing poorly several times over Dude, the course of that let's play hear time. it. I'm not going to lie. It's I so goofy. I give my life, not for her, but for you. Snake eater. Still in a dream. Snake eater. It I love that, pretty, like, it's pretty like, good. No joke, there is just a line that says, Someday you died on a tree fog. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that whole this, game's music is pretty good. It's like a beautiful song that just exists somehow. I, um, Isaac, no spoilers, but my favorite boss fight from Metal Gear Solid 3 is the one with the ladder. I, I remember you. At that. Yep. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I, I remember you playing it. Yeah, Isaac witnessed me with the ladder. Yeah. So to jump ahead a little bit, the only reason why I thought of that is because this ladder is so goddamn long that while you start climbing, the theme song starts. Yeah. And, and you don't get to the top of the ladder until the theme song is over. <laughs> yep. It's so long. Just tie a rubber band and push it forward. Just might as well. Sweet. Well, what can the listeners remember to not forget? Uh, remember that you are just a box. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> and you too, Sam. You're and just a box. It, They're it, not just a box. It's just a box. Oh, son Oops. of a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Welcome to, another, welcome to another episode of Oops, All Boxes. <laughs> boxes is the same. <laughs> All boxes the same. <laughs> Does that like innocent? Oops! <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Oops! All boxes. Oh man! Fucking crunchberries. Right. Not a tank box. Not a love box. Not a smoke box. It's just a box. It's just. Just a box. Mm-hmm.